You are listening to Women Who Launch and Lead, the podcast for women ready to change the world by women who are changing the world. Listen in each week on iTunes, Google, Spotify, Breaker, or Stitcher as we connect with women making it happen in life, business, and career. Relate to their struggles, learn their strategies, and celebrate their successes. Then show your love by subscribing and leaving a review. Now, here's your host, Dr. Sharita Weatherspoon. Hello, this is Dr. Sharita Weatherspoon, and we're here for another episode of Women Who Launch and Lead. And today we have with us Lakashe Nadira Muhammad, who is a holistic health practitioner and the founder and chief inspirational officer of the Center for Self-Improvement. She helps clients obtain optimal health and wellness through mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional alignment. And I am absolutely certain that she's going to drop some gems for us today because I know a little bit about this sister. (laughs) So I'm excited to have her here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm really honored to be here on your wonderful podcast. Well, we are excited to have you. Uh, Now, our first question is always the same, and it's always telling and interesting to hear how our guests um, describe themselves and explain who they are to our audiences. So I will start off by asking you that same question. So who are you and how are you impacting the world? So I am a healer who has been gifted with the ability to speak life, to speak love, and to share my light with the rest of humanity by providing them with tools that I find to be necessary when maneuvering um, through this thing that we call life, specifically from a holistic standpoint. Mm, That is very powerful, even in the simplicity of how you frame that, um, especially in talking about, you know, tools. Because I think we sometimes think that, you know, we can just maneuver through life. <laughs> but there actually requires some skills, some tools, some resources that we have to utilize to have the best experience in life and to get the most out of life and to give back, you know, through and with our own lives. So I think it's very telling about um, the heart of who you are just by how you worded what you do. Well, thank you for that. Um, I, I do feel that, like you said, you know, we, we think oftentimes we can just kind of go through life mm-hmm. and, um, you know, whether we be parents or um, wives, mothers, sisters, you know, of course it doesn't necessarily come with a roadmap per se, but oftentimes we are blessed because we find people within our lives who can, you know, who've been here before, who've done it before we've done it. Mm -hmm. And so they can share with us their experiences. And I just feel that that's one of the things that God has blessed me to be able to do as well. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Now you described what you do um, in your work at the Center for Self-Improvement. Can you share a little bit about how you do that? What does that look like? Absolutely. Um, well, I believe that each of us, we all have gifts. There's not a person that's been put here on the planet that does not have a gift. And 
one of the thing about having a gift is we may not always know how to unpackage or we may not always know exactly what our gifts are. And when it comes to being in alignment with the things that we do from a mental standpoint, spiritual, emotional, um, economic, all of those require that we get in tune with who we are so that we can know how to go about, you know, our journey. Mm -hmm. And I, what I do is I help, you know, my clients by either figuring out or helping them to figure out, um, because we, we truly do know, but sometimes we just need somebody to help nudge it and pull it out of us. Mm -hmm. So I help my clients by assisting them with figuring out what their gifts are. And in addition, showing them the ways that they can tap deeper into the gift and allow them to be free to be able to move throughout, you know, life mm -hmm. and reach their highest heights in all of the aspects that I just mentioned, mental, physical, spiritual, emotional. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, how did you, how did you actually come to, to do this work? Um, I know you feel like you, you know, this is what you were called to do and this is what you were gifted to do, but you know, how did you figure that out? And how did you decide that this was the way you would do it? You know, um, years ago, I, I, when I was much younger, actually, um, probably like about 12, 13, mm -hmm. I would watch my grandmother. I always say my grandmother was really one of my first, um, first people that really inspired me because I really fell in love with the way that she handled people mm -hmm. and the love that she had for people and the things that she was able to offer of herself freely, mm -hmm. not um, charging, but just freely being a woman of God who dedicated herself to Christ, dedicated herself to just really being about the business of helping her brothers and her sisters, you know, Mm -hmm. starting with just work, starting with her congregation. And I didn't really understand what I was looking at as a child, but as I began to grow, I just always wanted to be just like my grandmother. Unbeknownst to me, it was really already something that was set for me to mm -hmm. follow in her footsteps. So as I became of age, you know, I remember sitting down with the counselor um, as I started um, college and not really knowing, I started junior college, not really knowing exactly what I wanted to do, or at least I didn't know the name of it. Right. And as we chatted and I kind of explained, well, I want to do this. I want to do that. They're like, you know what? I think this might be the right path for you. I'm like, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you call it, but mm -hmm. if that's what you say. And so I embarked on a journey in the field um, of social work. But from there, as I began to just study and grow, I ran into a lot of um, practitioners who I really admired and it seemed as if every time I would go to a conference or go to you know a seminar I always connected um, with some of the other healers that were there and they would just always say you you know you have this special gift and even though I didn't really quite understand what it was they were saying because of my lack of understanding as to who I was and me not really having the confidence at that time 
I still felt that there was something more that I was supposed to be doing. And then, you know, one day I looked up and, you know, I, I had a practice. Of course, it, it didn't just happen just like that. But okay. before we knew it, I was really walking and doing exactly what my grandmother before me was doing without even knowing that I had landed here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so you did go to college. You I did. You have the degree in social work? I have a, my background is in, is in social work, sure. yes. Um, and then I have many various certifications um, in holistic health. Mm-hmm. Um, various things in uh, dealing with education, national training for um, in educational institutions, but everything that I've always done has been related either through something in the helping profession. Mm -hmm. And so I just learned how to tie them all together Mm -hmm. and see how to best serve, you know, the people um, in the areas where they needed needed it most. Mm-hmm. So your your preparation and training and education in and of itself has been holistic, <laughs> right? Absolutely. And, and that's um, that's really valuable, I think, for the audience to hear that, you know, it's not always enough to, let's say, just go get a coaching certification um, that might teach you one specific methodology. But to actually invest in your own professional and personal development so that you can better serve the people who you are called to serve. Right. Absolutely. Um, I realized now when I was in high school, I didn't really necessarily like the um, traditional way of learning in Mm -hmm. the beginning, especially like freshman, sophomore, junior year. It wasn't until I was on my way out the door. I was kind of like, okay, I think I kind of like this. I knew I did. I knew I was going to do something else, you know, but I wasn't quite sure what it was. But then I realized that I really enjoy learning, mm-hmm. not necessarily in a traditional way, but I love um, empowering myself through ways of educating myself with things that I didn't know. So I always would grab a book and study if I want to know something about herbs or if I want to know something about cooking. I was always you know, inclined to take a course, mm-hmm. not necessarily a traditional one, but just take a course. So before I knew it, I had become what they call a professional student. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I stayed in college way longer than what probably the average person did. It's like, I just kept going back and people are like, are you done yet? I thought you graduated. I'm like, yeah, I did. But I just wanted to go back. It was one more class, mm-hmm. you know, it was another certification. And anytime a plane was moving, I was always on the plane going from here to there, whether it be in this country or, you know, out of the country, on some, um, I guess you would say, learning retreat, somewhere where they were offering another certification or somewhere where they were offering another opportunity for me to engage, you know, in learning. And I just realized, okay, I'm a professional student. That's just what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, almost to a, a point where I was obsessed you know, I would have family members and friends like, you're not about to sit up here and go to this. <laughs> so something like that, like five years ago, I'm like, you know what? I probably did, but I just, I just feel like I need to be there. So <laughs> yeah. I'll be the first to admit that, yeah, you know, some people may buy shoes and purses and that's their thing, but my jam is actually learning. But it makes sense because you are the chief inspirational officer at the Center for Self-Improvement. So 
yeah. you should be doing your own self-improvement, right? <laughs> you know, and, and, and I'm glad that you said that because, you know, my philosophy is this, you know, um, when it comes to improving anybody's condition, we have to first start with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And there's no way that I could properly um, help anybody else to improve the condition of their life until I first look in the mirror and take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Too often we try to jump out and save other people without saving ourselves. And my focus has always been me first, mm-hmm. because if I can take care of myself by, you know, making sure that I make the necessary improvements, then wouldn't that be a help with my children? Wouldn't that be a help with my family? Wouldn't it be a help with those who I actually was put here, you know, to provide service to? So I definitely believe in taking care of self first. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Now, what is one of your favorite strategies that you use yourself, but that you also recommend to some of your clients? I would say um, making sure that you have a plan of action, uh, not just for your life, but taking it in small bites and chunks for your day. So my strategy is every morning before, or even every evening, you know, before I lay down and, you know, take my rest and go to sleep, I always think about the future. I think about the next day and what it's going to look like for me. So I'm a person who really believes in setting intentions. So I think about, okay, now tomorrow, these are the things that I want to make sure that I accomplish. And I write them out. You know, I visualize them. I think about what it is I actually want to the mar- the next day to be like. And not to say that it's going to be perfect and not to say that it's going to be just like that. But the more that I'm actually able to see what it is that I want in my life for the next day, just living day by day. And this is just little small things day by day. Then what that does, it helps me out for the entire year, for the next month, for the next couple of years. Because oftentimes people kind of just go through life with no plans, no really thoughts too much about the future, and not realizing that they have influence in what their life can actually be like. Mm -hmm. We don't have to just sit by and just kind of wait for things to happen to us. We can actually be an active participant in the things that we actually desire. And when we get the results, we can look back and say, wow, okay, okay, I remember just three years ago when that was just a thought. So what if we were actually able to take our thoughts and turn them into flesh? Mm -hmm. You know, in the beginning was the word, Mm -hmm. you know, but where did the word begin? It began as a simple thought. Mm -hmm. And because we can put energy into the thought, then we have the power, I believe, to be like a co-creator, you know, with the ultimate creator, mm-hmm. but meaning that we're just not sitting by the sidelines and just waiting for somebody to do something for us that we can very well do for ourselves. Right. So I guess that's a strategy. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so I took from that planning, visualization, and then taking action or putting energy towards what you just planned for and visualized. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. So what's been one of your greatest learning experiences as an entrepreneur? You know, one of 
I would say my greatest learning experiences as an entrepreneur is to have belief in yourself, even when nobody else believes that things are possible. Um, I realized for years, especially in my younger years, I didn't really believe in myself the way that I needed to. And of course, there were circumstances and experiences that led to that. But that was one of the biggest downfalls. So my experience, I had to go through that to know what it was that I was missing so that I would have an experience to talk about. You know, when I finally got to a place where I began to get more comfortable with myself, I would say, wow, I wish I was here like years ago. I wish I would have arrived at this knowledge and this wisdom years ago. But, you know, God silently, you know, put it in my mind or said that, but if you would have not had all of these experiences, you wouldn't have arrived here. So right. it's the experiences that we have. And for me, in my case, was the lack of the belief. How would I know what it feels like to really honor and believe and respect your own person if I never went through the opposite of not respecting myself in terms of the level of knowledge and the information that I had? Feeling shy or feeling like nobody really cared to listen or, you know, self-doubt, um, not having the confidence and understanding the fullness of who I was or and who I am. So mm -hmm. I would guess that when we talk about um, my experience, having a full understanding and belief in what God has put inside of me and being comfortable with that, mm -hmm. not necessarily comparing myself to anybody else, but being truly comfortable with who God made me to be. Mm -hmm. And in me being able to do that and have that experience, it helps me to share my experience with others who may battle or have battled with the same. Right, right. Um, as I would venture to say that many of the women listening to this have probably had that, <laughs> dealt with that challenge um, at some point, if not in their entrepreneurial journey in their life, you know, where we kind of feel like either we're not deserving or we're less than, mm -hmm. or, you know, I see it's possible, but is it possible for me, <laughs> you, you know, and even uh, what we call the imposter syndrome, just all of these different things that kind of come up in our heads that really designed to just throw us off track from where we're supposed to be, um, right. then God being able to take the experience mm -hmm. and use it to make what you do even more powerful. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> because if we don't have the experience, you know, then what exactly is the point? How do we make it from point A to point B without mm -hmm. having an experience? It right. starts somewhere, yes. Right. Look at this theory. <laughs> mm -hmm. right. It's just theory. Um, so as we start to wrap up our time together, um, I want to make sure that those who are listening can connect with you, um, follow you, and you know learn more about what you do. So how can they reach out and connect with you? Absolutely. Well, you can always um, reach out by visiting my website at thecenterforselfimprovement.com and then um, my Facebook page at the Center for Self Improvement. 
um, holistic wellness and transformation. All right. And we'll make sure that those URLs are in the show notes for those who were not able to write those down. And then I just want to ask you um, to just leave some brief, inspiring, motivational words for our listeners. Absolutely. My pleasure. I would say my brief, inspiring words would be, if you are ever at a place in your life or ever at a space in your life where you're having any kind of doubt of anything as it relates to who you are. You know, grab that beautiful mirror out, dust it off, and look at yourself in the eyes. And just remember that everything that it took to make you into who you are was specially crafted and designed and given to you by an ultimate creator, you know, God. And because we've heard it before that there are no mistakes, you know, when he made us. So if it's no mistakes, then accepting yourself and being yourself, being your God-given self is one of the best gifts that any of us could ever have because it is through us being who we were created to be, that we find our place, we find our peace, we find our happiness, and we find our purpose. Um, So I just want to inspire everyone who might be listening in the audience that falls so deeply in love with yourself that anybody who is in your atmosphere will also respectfully do the same. Mm. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me the opportunity. Yeah, so I am just so glad that we had the opportunity um, to talk and to share about your experience uh, with the audience. And as I said at the beginning, I knew that you were going to drop some gems (laughs) for them and you did just that. Um, I love your spirit and there's just this, you know, calmness and this peace about you. Um, that I appreciate, and I'm sure our listeners will be able to pick up on that through the interview. Um, so again, just thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to Sharita. I really appreciate, um, Dr. Sharita, you allowing me the opportunity to take up time in this space, in your warm space here and with your warm audience. Thank you for joining us for Women Who Launch and Lead with Dr. Sharita Weatherspoon. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode and leave your positive review so we can continue to bring you impactful and powerful content. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Coach Sharita. Learn more about how you can work with Dr. Sharita at sharitaweatherspoon.com. As always, learn, launch, lead.